Welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast, hosted by Damon Piatek, President and CEO of Welkey Customs Brokers USA. Damon is a licensed US customs broker and certified customs specialist with more than 18 years experience in the import, export, customs, transportation and logistics sectors. Each month, Trade Secrets will bring you guests in the industry to provide their insights on timely trade issues to give you an advantage in international trade. So now, let's talk trade. Welcome to the podcast. Damon Piatek, President and CEO of Welke Custom Brokers USA. Uh, today, we have a wonderful guest from the ICPA, which is the International Compliance Professionals Association, Elizabeth Sherrill. And she is going to tell us all about the ICPA and the great things that they're doing and have been doing. Uh, so, Elizabeth, thank you for uh, joining the podcast today. You're welcome. It's my pleasure to be here. All right. Great. So can you give us a little history of the ICPA and kind of their mission, and uh, we'll go from there? Yes, I love it. The history of ICPA is my favorite. I kind of stumbled into this because my mom is a co-founder and lister, um, and I grew up around shipping and um, importing, exporting, uh, you know, for the last 20 years. Not really uh, in the know, but just kind of on the outside. It's something that mom does, right? I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Well, um, her best friend, Linda Westerfield, and her were at, a, um, at an event for trade compliance professionals. And they kind of, they met there, here in Grapevine, actually. Uh, and they were noticing that they kind of felt like they were being talked at, right? Like the, mm-hmm. the information was good, but it wasn't, it wasn't really day-to-day information they were getting. Like, how can I do my job better? How can I develop myself personally so that my company will, you know, understand what I do and value it? I mean, I think sure. that's the, sure. the theme I get from, you know, trade compliance professionals is just so undervalued and underappreciated mm-hmm. But their job is of the utmost importance. And well, and so, that's still um, relevant today. I mean, that I mean, <laughs> we still hear that today. Like trade compliance professionals are still undervalued in the in the workplace. I, I we hear that all the time. Yeah, and and it's so it's it's um it's great for me because that resonates with me personally, right? Um, I was just um, overlooked as a kid. Uh, I'm six foot two, which is crazy. I'm definitely not overlooked now, and I'm certainly <laughs> loud. Um, so I made sure I could be seen and heard. But um, but, but I just kind of went through this phase where, you know, no one really appreciated me. And so this, this organization and what it's founded on goes to the heart of who I am, too. So I think that's why I think it, it is a passion of mine. But we'll go back. Okay, so 20 years ago, they're sitting outside talking about how could they do this better. And it's kind of, if you knew Ann and Linda, and uh, you'd know that Ann, my mom, is very serious, very, you know, detail-oriented, and Linda is the ultimate cheerleader. Like, she will encourage you to do just about anything. Any crazy idea you have, Linda's going to encourage you. And so together, they were like this dynamic duo, and they said, well, let's just, why don't we start an email distribution list, right? Why don't we reach out to trade compliance professionals and start, you know, 20 years ago, the first, you know, trade compliance interface forum. Today it would be a, you know, a blog spot or something cool like that. But mm-hmm. they just, it was an email list. That was it. And they got, you know, hundred people on it. it. It started blowing up because what was happening is in the day to day, you know, um, Susan is sitting at her desk and she's shipping cosmetics over to India, but they have a restriction on a certain type of chemical that's inside of it. This is, I'm making this up as I go, by the way, this is, forgive me for for the things that are wrong. I know uh, this is just an example, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We won't quote any regulations here. It's just, just for example purposes. There we go. 
Okay. So so she wants to know, this is a new product, and she needs to know something, and she's not going to pull out the three-ring, uh, you know, eight-inch thick binders of regulations that are constantly changing and try to flip through there. She wants to right. reach out to a, um, you know, a colleague. And mm. that, they kind of made that possible with the Q&A. So what is the Q&A? still inactive today, one of our most popular features. You get to submit questions to the membership. And our members are not just trade compliance professionals with decades of experience, but they're lawyers, trade lawyers. Right. And so they're trade lawyers that want to help you. Yes. They don't, you know, they, they're hoping that one day you may utilize their services, but mm-hmm. they may answer a question for you right now this week that's going to get a, a shipment where it needs to go to get it expedited. Um, and, uh, and they're going to give you that answer for free. And so that's how it began. It began focused on how do we help the person at their desk be more effective and efficient in their job. And it just blossomed because there wasn't an organization putting on an event at that time. And I, I don't know that there is now um, mm-hmm. that is completely without any, focus other than the person. So I know who our competitors are. I won't name them. Um, uh, but I know who they are and I know what they do. I have to, that's my job. Right, um, right. and so they, some of them lobby, which is great. We need people to do that. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but they lobby. So they they have a government interest. There's people mm-hmm. that have a business and they put on an event and it's a little bit of a, um, you know, it's, some of it's going to be, look how our company can benefit you. And that's great too, but it's just different. ICPA is completely unique in the fact that we have absolutely no interest in any of that. Right. We are driven by meetings that connect you with peers, Mm -hmm. give you opportunities to grow yourself. I mean, that's why you're going to see at our events, you're going to see topics like um, trading up in the compliance field, getting a seat at the boardroom, Mm -hmm. polishing your resume. I mean, that's not stuff you're going to see necessarily at a different event because we, we want you to be, we want you to be seen. I mean, that's what it's all about. And we're crazy. I mean, if you've ever been to an ICPA event, you know, they're fun. So I I feel like when I came on about five to six years ago, I kind of really got serious about this because I didn't, (laughs) I was working in the animal medical field and uh, Damon, you and I talked about being old Uh, And and you can only wrestle (laughs) cats and dogs for so long, and then you just get tired. And so um, I loved that, but I wanted something new. And my mom said, you know, I'm getting old myself, Mm -hmm. so you like people, you like planning events. And that's kind of how I fell into my role, which is formally the director of member engagement. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I help plan the events and um, exceptional consumer experiences. That's my passion. Um, How can we Disney this? How can we Chick-fil-A this? You know, how can we plus this and make each experience better than the next. Um, well, and uh, that's, you, that's really our goal. <laughs> you've done a fantastic job. I've been to a number of the events um, and not only the, 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 um, the conventions, the one that just happened in Orlando. And then we have the mm-hmm. next one coming up in grapevine. If, if we'll talk a little bit about that, but um, okay. the information that's available is phenomenal. And even me as a service provider, I'm gaining knowledge out of these seminars. Um, so it, it really helps me to grow my business and my knowledge. So we, we really enjoy the, the membership. And the other thing, if you could touch on, is the data mm-hmm. groups. Um, yes. So it's yes. not just something – ICPA isn't just an event that happens a couple times a year. This is something that's ongoing. You have to ask the member. Tell me – tell a little bit more, our listeners, a little bit more about the data groups. 
Okay, yes. So this is another, this was like one of the coolest acronyms my mom came up with. It is just not intuitive. I love her. And if she's listening, you know, mom, I love you, but it's a great acronym. It's fun. It's a designated area trade association. Perfect. But it's not intuitive. It's a small group. Okay. Like everybody knows what a small group is. If you, you know, whether you're in sports or any kind of, um, you know, religious activities, a small group is just kind of the, even in college, I'm finding that to be the normal a working group, a group think, you know, and so we've got this amazing um, leader of our data groups, Lila Landis. If you've ever met Lila, she is just a dynamo, and she yes. has now started two. She started one in Chicago, I believe, when she was up there, and yes. came back down to DFW um, a few years ago uh, and started one here as well. Um, and what it basically is is they put on a quarterly meeting. Um, it's like an hour long presentation. And some networking, um, you know, sandwiched in between some networking is some knowledge, right? And so you go to the pillars of ICPA, our, our three core values really are, um, you know, our, our tagline, a network of people, a world of knowledge. So we do focus on networking, knowledge, and then I, I added kind of the last one was never a dull moment. That was already there, but it kind of just goes <laughs> along with the uh, alliteration. But that's what they are. So in your area, and we have them in... I'm going to get, I'm going to miss some of them, but they're on our website, you know, www.icpa.org. You'll see it under, I I believe it's called data groups. It could be local groups, but there's one in um, the Dallas Fort Worth area. There's one in Houston. There's a new, uh, fairly fairly new one in Tampa, one in Atlanta. Um, They're starting one, I believe in San Francisco. If it's not already going, I think, yeah, because Deep Sengupta is in charge of that one. Um, There's one in upstate New York. Um, kind of like the Buffalo, New York, New Jersey area, uh, one that's being started in Chicago. Uh, and I believe there might be one um, up in the Pacific Northwest, but that, that means San Francisco. I could be wrong. But okay. the point being that there's a group of about um, anywhere from 150 to 300 people in a local city that are gathering, um, you know, a couple times a year. Now we're doing it virtually right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you don't have to be in that area to join it now that we have hybrid events. That's Perfect. the exciting part. Yeah. If you just want a free hour's worth of um, education and networking, because I think that's the most valuable part i mean i I can't really say which is the most valuable but going to these events and meeting someone um for two reasons number one you're meeting someone who also works in a position where if the things go wrong it's your fault but when they're going right nobody notices that's the theme that i hear that's like the battle cry of the trade compliance professional right like they're not showing up at your boss's door when you miss something you know that your doorstep right yeah so i think that's actually one of our you know one of our topics when the fbi show up at your door what to do what not to do and so because that um, because that's never happened before correct right the 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 uh, the customs and border (laughs) protection ice you know uh atf they never show up at anybody's door You asked Linda Westerfield about that. That's all I have to say. And so um, you're going to meet somebody who feels the same way in their day-to-day profession. And and that right there, it's it's commonality, right? And we all want that. And so not only are they going to be a resource to you um, professionally, but emotionally. And I think even now in the wake of so much division and so much chaos, um, we need that more than ever. And so that's what we're committed to as we move forward through this um, shift 
in everything. I mean, I have to tell you, a funny story quick is that I was in class yesterday. I'm, I'm in school as well because, okay. you know, life's not busy enough. And right. so I'm in an, a class called Advanced Applications. It's for digital marketing, and, and it focuses mainly on textiles, right, like fashion. Okay. But the kids, given their presentation yesterday, were talking about supply chain and logistics and how China has closed some ports. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, here's these 20-year-old kids that have no idea that what they're talking about is what I live and breathe every day right. uh, in a sense. Right, yeah. and it, it's it's a it's exciting. It's awesome. Twenty year olds know the word supply chain, and they yeah. understand just a fraction of a. They don't understand a lot, but they're interested in it. Yeah. And so I think that this is this is what I think is like. This is the dawn of the rise of the trade compliance superhero, yes. right? Yeah. And now I'm going to get Jamie Adams to do another coloring book because <laughs> you guys and and I love this like. Now, supply chain is a common word because um, the stay-at-home mom who's ordering something off of Etsy wants to know where it's sourced from. Yeah, and, and they understand the word forced labor, and it's just—it's mm-hmm. awesome. Like it's so it exciting. It's you know, I think it is. I've been doing—I've been doing logistics and international trade for 25 years, and in the last five years, we've never been more in the spotlight. Everybody just thought, hey, it's a cost of doing business. We have to ship it from this door to this door. And who cares what happens in between? It's not, you know, we right. pay for it and who cares what's going on. And, and it's not that big of a deal. But with new trade agreements, with mm-hmm. the Section 301, the 232 duties, with the trade war with China, with what's going on with the congestion at the ports and the shutdowns and the, you know, the ship going sideways in the Suez Canal. How many people didn't know that there was a Suez Canal now know that there's actually a canal there? I mean, this is the stuff that's happening. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited right along with you with all this stuff going on. So, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it's going to give you the opportunity to leverage your – you know, your knowledge to, like we said, trade up in the in the uh, trade compliance world. And exactly. so it's, it, it's something that, for me – you know, I'm going to the University of North Texas. They have a supply chain and logistics um, branch of one of their business, global business. And so, mm-hmm. you know, Jim Irvin lives here in this area. He's our president this year. And him and I have been working uh, with Jerry Peck, who also is um, kind of in this area. And he works at the university, kind of does some stuff. So we're working to get this scene for college kids as, as a, um, a viable you know, profession from, oh, from an yeah. early age and even, you know, even into high school, we're, we're, we're thinking about it. So, so that's what ICPA is about. It's about developing trade compliance professionals and, and being their support system through their entire career and their family. I think that too, if, if I had to say one thing and I, I did, you know, during these courses that, you know, I'm taking brand development and all these digital marketing. And they said, what is your core competency? You know, what is the one thing that you do that no one else can, can do or they're not doing. And I think it's just that personal family feel. Um, and you'll notice at our events, there's two things. Um, number one, our membership is hundred dollars a year. You know, it's, it's mm. going to stay that way as long as we can keep it that way. Um, it's $50 if you're retired. Um, if you're, this is not a service provider, but this is an individual, you know, trade compliance professional. Right. Um, yeah, I got to make sure I say that or Rick's going to get me. Um, but it's if you're a student, if you're a teacher, you know, we have if you're military, we offer so many discounts. And, you know, the idea is that when my mom was um, forming this with Linda, you know, my mom was a single mom my entire life and, and struggled financially and worked really, really hard to um, just, you know, put a roof over her head and make, make ends meet. And she 
is really good with money. I mean, she's our CFO, and she squirreled away enough that we were financially stable through this transition. And let me tell you, this has been, I mean, we went from having six events a year, three mm-hmm. domestically, three internationally, to, you know, in 2020, I think we had one. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had our fall conference, and mm-hmm. we didn't know what we were doing. We're like, well, we have to offer it hybrid because there's so many people that can't can't come. And then this year we ended up having, um, we'll end up with three. And so you can imagine just from a um, revenue source, you know, uh, w- things were impacted dramatically. Oh, and yeah. uh, we haven't raised our prices yet, and we are very careful about, you know, the timing of that and how that looks because what we want, and same with our events, they're going to be probably a little bit um, more economical than our competitors um, because – we focus on the the necessity, the accessibility. You know what I mean? Like we know you need it, and we're going to make it accessible to you. And so right. that's one of the things that my mom has always adhered to. Like we're going to make this affordable. There's going to be – it's not cheap. Right. Don't mistake that because it's, you know, you, often it's two to three days, you know, three to five tracks. I mean it's a ton uh, – anywhere from 35 to 51 sessions. Yeah. And now – I'm so proud of this. We have 90-day on-demand replay. So you're going to get that same experience for 90 days. And we even encourage you to take it back to your team, right? Like you're managing a team of five or six people. Your boss is like, here's $400 for the year for training. Go get them, Tiger. You know? Yeah. (laughs) What do you do with that? (laughs) You know, you've really hit the nail on the head there. How much does does a company want to spend on this? And they have a person, a dedicated person, and they may not have a huge budget. So your price point and what you're doing is is imperative to getting the word out and it's so important that these companies understand these new regulations that are coming out and they're coming fast and furious so can you can you speak a little bit about the conference coming up this fall which is in grapevine right outside of dallas that's uh the 12th through the 15th 15th. yeah 12th sunday night we'll have a nice reception with dj cam um, we like to have fun and, and unwind the night before. And then we have two days of um, three tracks worth of sessions. So you'll get an import, an export, and a general session. Um, and, again, like I said, we have that replay. So whether you're you know, watching virtually or you're on site with us, um, you can watch. Like if, you're, if there's a time when there's two that you really want to see, you can go to one and then um, – you know, go watch the other one afterwards. And you, you have access to the presentations and things as well. Um, on Wednesday, we have at our fall conference every year, Wednesday, we try to have a, um, like a, an intense learning, typically surrounding like valuation. Um, and that's what we're going to do this time. I find where that schedule is. It's a two, it's a two-parter this time. Um, and it's, it's, um, I have it right here. I don't know. It's valuation and – oh, you're speaking. Look at that. I just saw your name there. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Look at that. I'm telling you, I write these names down all day long, and then until I see people's faces, I'm just, you know. Uh, right. So in the morning, it's valuation with Lenny Feldman, and then um, I believe we're doing the custom audit experience. We I think that may have changed because of, you know, as – As you well know, I mean, there's no sense uh, not talking about it. The environment is shifting all the time. And I'm here in Texas, and um, I was just telling a friend today, you know, last week you heard all the news about, oh, Texas and their cases, and Florida is blowing up. And then the only way you know that Texas is doing well is 
when you don't hear anything. The news is not going to report that we actually are getting it under control, you know, and that it's, right. yeah, I mean, kids right. went back to school. That yeah. happens. I'm a parent, you yep, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have um, two daughters that are getting ready to go back to school. In New York here, we go we go back a little bit later. They're going back next week. So um, we'll, we'll wait to well, see. Well, and, and you're going to get sick and sniffles and allergies. Right. And there's just, there's all the things, right? Yeah. I mean, like my daughter, my 11-year-old had COVID last week and, um, you know, had a fever, felt bad. She's fine now. Um, it's a, it's like this dirty word that we just need to, even the kids in my class realized it, right? Mm-hmm. They're 20 years old and they're like, nothing's going to change. Uh, we're right. not going back to where we were. We're a global community now. And we, we have to be global. Like I told the kids, I love the Gulf of Mexico. It's beautiful. But if you think you're keeping me from the clear blue Jamaican seas for the rest of my life, you're crazy, right? right? I have exactly. to, we've got to figure a way forward. Um, and to your point earlier, global shifting, like how are we going to, we've got to learn to manage not just COVID, but the next influx of um, whatever the cost is of interacting on a global scale. We're going to have to manage it and figure it out. And so for us in the event industry, what does that mean? Yeah. That's a hybrid event. Why hybrid? Because you can't convince me, and, I, and we're going on our fifth hybrid event. That's the one coming up. Mm-hmm. You cannot convince me that there is a direct um, equality between a virtual version of something and an on-site one. No way. Because oh. when I'm, you know, when I'm meeting it, having lunch with someone, I'm sitting down at lunch at an event and we start talking, you know, just that impromptu conversation about what we do. That's where relationships are made. That's where connections are made. That's networking. And so we're going to do everything we can to facilitate that virtually, but it's not going to replace it. And so we just, from the very beginning, we just, you know, our first hybrid event had like 12 people on site. I think there were two Mm -hmm. exhibitors, 12 actual attendees, you know, 14, 15 speakers, but we powered through. And you know what? We had an amazing time. And I, I made a connection with a couple of people that I'm still learning from at every event because we sat down, we had a conversation, they told me what they need, and uh, we modified our events to meet their needs. That's what that's what it's all about. Yeah. So uh, that's how we move forward. We, we, as a staff, are vaccinated. You know, that's mm-hmm. one, one promise that we made. We're going to try to be as safe as possible. Right. Uh, we're going to wear masks uh, from our standpoint. Uh, if the hotel requires it, we're going to ask you to do it, too. Yeah. I mean, because sometimes we're in a host city, and it's like going to grandma's house, right? That's, that's how my mom described it. It's like, right. you go to right. grandma's house, you don't go into the plastic-covered living room, right? That, that's the <laughs> off-limits room. You don't go in there. You just Every, you respect grandma's house, yeah. right? Everybody had so, that grandmother, right? They had the plastic cover on the couch, the runner on <laughs> over the rug. You know, that was, I, I think we're all, all there. <laughs> yeah, it's the museum room. And so yes. we, we, we really try to, we're not going to hide it. We're not going right. to panic. I mean, we did panic. Of course oh, we did. I, I mean, think... it was like all of the revenue streams dried yeah. up at once. How do we carry this forward? And when your passion is the people, yeah. how do you bring the people what they need when they can't get to you? I yeah, mean, and I think you did so... a very good job in Orlando when we were there. Um, you know, when you checked in, you had the badge with the – you had the op- opportunity to get the sticker that says, hey, I'm vaccinated. You had the right. the bracelets that, hey, I want you to stay – you know, the, the color-coded bracelets. I think you did a fantastic job with it. I, I, I've i been to a number of events that – a number of events that are back in person and – and I would have to say that that was probably the best 
oh, handling man, COVID the best. Encouraging. Uh, you know, it just well, you don't know. There's there's three types. You know, we we've been I've been to a lot of seminars on COVID and how you handle it and how you know as mm. a business person. And everywhere I've gone to, it says there's three types of people out there. There's the people that don't care, that just want to get on mm-hmm. with life. There's the people that are kind of in the middle, that worry but aren't so worried, but I'll still shake your hand. I'll still come up and talk to you. And then there's the people that don't want to come in contact with anybody because they're petrified. So how yeah. do you, as an event organizer, how do you play to all three of those types of people? Because there's different personalities out there, regardless you, yeah, you of do. your and personality. You, you, I'll tell you what's fascinating about going to school. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of education. Um, you know, I've learned a lot in the last two years. It's been really difficult to balance it, but it's it's so informative. You create what you call uh, a consumer journey or a customer profile, right? And, and they're kind of all the same, but you, what you said is just right. Like, how do we, how do we create an environment that, that is, comfortable and, and 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 welcoming to all three of those people and so um and that's really uh, that's really the challenge but i love a challenge i'm a video gamer i'm an avid gamer and and i so when life isn't stressful enough raising three children going to school and working full-time right i add stress by playing video games and so but what i think i love about it is the problem solving you know I love that. And so I really dig in and I talk to these people and like you, I'm studying the events. How do you create this space? And lucky for me, I have three daughters that fall into like all three of those categories. It's hilarious. Like my oldest is, she doesn't want anything to do with people ever anyway. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, So what we joke about is like, even after we've kind of figured our way out of this, there's still going to be people that don't want you to hug them, which I can't even imagine. I'm a hugger. Yeah, I'm like, bring yeah. it in. You exactly. Know, hugs. exactly. <laughs> I'm going to deviate for a second because you said you're a sure. gamer. So I got, I got to know, is it, is it Xbox? Is it PlayStation or is it PC? What's the, Oh no, I'm going to get in so much trouble <laughs> when I say this. It's such a, isn't it funny? I'm a, I am a PlayStation for life. Oh, excellent. So am I. I know, I know. (laughs) And I'd hate to tell people that because it's so divided, right? Yes. Um, I've been, it's just what you grew up on, right? I had a a PlayStation from the beginning. Well, Nintendo, of course. Nintendo, yeah. I'm a a PS4. I don't know that I'll do the PS5. Um, Mm -hmm. It's hard to say. Our PlayStation crew is looking at Xbox now. I mean, you know, it just seems to be... Now that Microsoft um, uh, or, or who, I think there was a shift, something happened, um, and it just seems like they're putting out better games, yeah. which is so weird to me. In, yeah. in a time when people are in lockdown, people in the gaming industry should have been mass producing video games, and they're oh, just yeah. not. It's they're like not. they've missed no. the boat of, of a, an opportunity to really yeah. grab people. So well, who I, knows? I'm right there know? along with you. I've always been PlayStation, and about two years ago, I tried to make the switch to Xbox, and it didn't last. So I, I ended up oh, buying a PlayStation. Oh, good to know. So just kinda, I love that. Like, now oh. we've got. I'm sure that um, PlayStation and Xbox are both. Tra- uh, members of ICPA, so uh, we love you both equally. Right. Uh, you know, I have to do the I have to do the PR thing, you know. Uh, uh, I, I joke because uh, my friend Shane Hill used to work for Pepsi, and I'm I'm Coke. I'm from Texas. Oh, there so you go, Coke, right? Right. Well, we, well, I'm, it's, a, it's I'm cultural a, up here in in Western New York. Coke is the is the choice. I mean, we have we have a wow. Coke bottling plant, and we have a Pepsi <laughs> bottling plant. I'm, I'm drawing the line. Right. Right. You know, that's what's funny. <laughs> it, you know, you 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 draw the line, and you. It's funny because you and I could disagree about a thousand things, you know, obviously politics and religion, but I think that it's fun to find that common ground, and I think that's where 
like I said, that's what makes me excited to be at ICPA events because my friend DJ Cam is going to be there. He's going to cut a rug, teach people to dance, and at least for two or three days at an ICPA event, you're going to you're going to have a lot of fun. If yeah. you don't, I don't know what to tell you. And if you, if you're, I have to say, if you're that professional that just wants to be professional, this is not the group for yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you I what. Mean, we're, we're relaxed, right? I love it because this profession, this industry is so serious outside of everything to have a little fun, to enjoy it. And I can remember the last time I was in Grapevine, you had a mechanical bull set up. Gosh. And I rode the mechanical bull, and I hadn't done that since, oh, gosh, um, a long time ago. And <laughs> Yes, you did. I mean, I have to say, that's what I warn people. I'm like, look, if you are type A and you don't want to, you know, un- cut loose and, and eat a side of beef at our reception and maybe do the two-step, you, you – um, it may not be for you, and that's that's okay. And that's I think Lila Landis helped me understand it the best, that there are certain groups for certain types of people. and. Yeah. We want you to know that when you come to ICPA, um, your family. I am the director of member engagement. I help plan all the events and directly, you know, am responsible for two or three of them. Um, as I, you know, as my mom transitions into a different role and I take over more of that. Um, but I want to talk with you at lunch. I don't. Um, it's not like. I want to meet you. I want to yeah. hear your story. Yeah. And I want to know how I can help create an event that's going to be better for you next time. I, I had someone come up to me and say, hey, you know, I think I could have taught that session. And I'm like, then send me your idea. Yeah. And, and you know, they look at you like, what? That's what we want. We want the service providers and the lawyers to teach you as well. I mean, don't get me wrong. They have valuable information. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about trade tools, you know. Mm-hmm. But we also want you to teach your peers like well there's if you have found something that works share yeah. that knowledge <laughs> there's something about that that sharing of knowledge that you've gone through an experience that a service provider can't necessarily go through and this is a, a right. phenomenal organization and i've always had a, a great experience and learned at the 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 conferences that we've been to so if you could we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here i hate to do it i mean i i honestly think that we could probably spend another hour hour and a half talking about this because you are just Uh as passionate if not more passionate about it than i am and um uh now that i know you're a playstation uh person uh now we really have something in common so um (laughs) You gotta find me. I'm Gamer Mom 316. How <laughs> all right, say, right? Uh, perfect. <laughs> Everybody, yeah, y'all can all friend me. I play, I play survival games, not Call of Duty. I'm more of an Ark or a Conan girl. But. Oh, perfect, perfect. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the the. Uh, uh, it was with Drake. Uh, I can't think of the name of the video game. Oh whatever. gosh, is it Fortnite? Is that is he in that one or uh, like Uncharted? Of Uncharted was the game. It was. It's oh, like, Uncharted. Oh, yes, yes, I like that, that too. And only on only on PlayStation, but. But uh, yeah, so that was that was probably the best game I've ever played. But um, tell tell people how to get in touch with you, uh, website, uh, best email, and um, and then about the up and coming conference. Uh, There is there still time to register for uh, the the Grapevine conference coming up on the twelfth. Yes. Oh, yes. Always. And that's the beautiful part about virtual. You can, you know, register right up until the day of. And so um, we're not really cutting off registrations. Even if you're in the local area, just drive on down and you can sign up on site. Um, It's super easy. The process, like you mentioned, we have the touch, 
you know, the the touch free. You can touch it if you need to, <laughs> but you can also <laughs> choose not to. And so uh, check in process, which uh, through Cvent, which is great. And um, yes, you can still register. It's uh, six hundred dollars on site. The valuation on uh, Wednesday, I believe, is one hundred and seventy five on site, and that includes um, breakfast and lunch for all three days. Um, it's an add on cause you, some people just want to come to the valuation seminar and you can sure. do that too. Sure. Um, and then if you're online, I believe it's three fifty uh, and, and, and maybe 75, I'd have to look, but you can find all of this information, uh, at our website. It's icpainc.org. Uh, it's a wealth of information. There's a, there's a, a drop down for co- upcoming conferences and there's lots of information there. Um, and then you can always email me. It's super simple, except for how you spell my name. It's elizabethicpa at gmail.com, but I spell my name with an S where the Z normally is. So E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H, uh, and then, of course, ICPA at gmail. Um, it's super professional, I know, but um, it's what I rolled with from the beginning, and it just suits me because uh, I I love ICPA and, and it is my passion and Perfect. Uh, you can reach out to me anytime. I'm obsessed with answering emails. Um, we do have some new social media channels. You know, we've got Facebook. We've actually got a LinkedIn, a professional LinkedIn page. We have a group as well that has like 10,000 members that you could get a part of that Mario manages for us. It's great. You can connect with us there. Um, but the business page is where we're going to start putting, you know, more information about upcoming events and things of that nature. Um, like I said, come up, become a member for a hundred dollars. Your first year is free. Uh, give us a try for 365 days and, uh, a chance to woo you to our family. Uh, we have Twitter and Instagram now, although they're not heavily used yet. You know, like I say, we talked about being young. I'm having to learn all about those, uh, those new social media sites, but we, we, I think if I could tell you anything is that, uh, we want to connect with you in a meaningful way to help you, um, like I said, not become just more effective and more efficient in your job, but we want you to feel valued and you'll definitely feel that with our group. Uh, and we'll help you figure out how to feel that in your job. Um, and now I have to get, when I get off, I'm going to have to call JB Adams about that rise of the compliance superhero, because, uh, <laughs> it's your time, you know, yes. this is your time to shine. Everyone, Everyone knows the word supply chain, and yep. that's exciting. Yes. Um, I, I think, yeah, like you said, y'all are in the spotlight, so yep. soak it up. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you again for joining us on the podcast. Again, that that conference is coming up here September 12th. Uh, check out the website. Uh, send an email if you're interested in getting involved in the organization, and um, we will talk to you soon. Uh, if you have any okay. questions about international trade, you can reach me at uh, Damon, D-A-M-O-N, at Welke USA, and we'll get your questions on the podcast. And if you have any other uh, topics that you want on the podcast, we'll go from there. But, Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us today, and uh, we will talk to you soon. This has been Trade Secrets, the podcast hosted by Damon Piatek, President and CEO of Welke Customs Brokers USA. Thank you for listening. 